This is 8-Bit, episode 39, Lump of Man Candy, on Sunday, June 2nd, 2013, and now, without B-Dub's virginity. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker. So this last week, I kind of got pretty sick, and uh, I'm still kind of coming off of that. I still have a really stuffy nose, so I'll be blowing my nose out all throughout the episode. That's all I hear. Um, but, no, so so a few nights ago, I uh, I started getting, like, these shivers right before I got to bed. And I suddenly realized that oh this this means that I'm gonna have a fever while I'm while I'm trying to sleep right and and I remembered that the last time I had this a, a crazy fever while sleeping I hallucinated about um, knights on horseback galloping through my room and it was terrifying and so I was just like bring it on this is gonna be awesome I am going to bed and you know I bundled up myself with all the blankets and I'm like let's do this and. Then my, so my mind started coming up with like these weird hypothetical questions. Like, what would happen if the Earth were facing a giant calamity? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's an asteroid or maybe it's, uh, you know, who knows? Um, but, but we have to evacuate. And obviously we can't get everybody out. So they build these rocket ships to, to send as many people off into space as possible. And what would happen if I were one of the people chosen in the raffle? How would I say goodbye to my family? How would I say goodbye to Kalen? Oh, huh. And then my mind lingered on that question for a very long time, trying to figure out what I would do. And it was very sad, very emotional. I was, like, tearing myself up over this whole thing. And, um, oh, and, and every once in a while, um, I would just completely come out of it and be com- perfectly lucid. And I would be like, why am I thinking about this stupid hypothetical question? Just go to sleep already and let the fever do its work. And then, but then I would kind of slip back into the, you know, well, what would happen if, and, uh, and, and then, and then the, the weird waking nightmare thing kind of turned into a self, um, serving fantasy wherein, uh, Google was, you know, um, donating phones to all of the people who were going up on the rocket ship. And, oh, what if they like built like a network on the rocket ship for everybody to, and, and then it would all be Google based technology. And, oh man, and I would have all the music that I could, you know, ever want to listen to. And, and, oh man, what if they just gave us like, you know, a big, a big old centralized hard drive with like all of the TV shows and movies that have ever been made. And, and I was just imagining having all the time in the world to watch and listen listen to all the things that I wanted to watch and listen to, but never had time to catch up on. So two things went through my head while you were going through this story. First of all, you said something about a waking nightmare, which just reminds me of my recent purchase because it's the weekend deal of Alan Wake. Ah, yes. And then the second thing is, is that a feverish Ian is a stoned Ian. Pretty much. Yeah. Never let me do drugs. Feverish, you're stoned. Yeah. (laughs) Without substance abuse. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, apparently when I stay up late at night, I'm drunk. And when I have fevers, I am stoned. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah. Um, and, and like, appara- this applies to other people, too. Because, like, Katie had, um, when she had a fever, she, like, she was a, she thought, was convinced that she had robotic legs. And there were, like, these doctors standing around her bed, tell, like, talking about how the procedure went, but they wouldn't really tell her what was going on, and they were just discussing amongst each other, like, you know, the robotic legs thing. And, <laughs> yeah, so, 
either never let me do drugs or if you do, make sure you record the whole thing. Probably number two. Probably number two. You know, that's what Kalen said too. Kalen wanted to record it. Because <laughs> uh, according to your mom, I'm apparently a bad influence. Oh, you're a terrible influence. Just, you know, going to take me drinking I, all over St. Peter. I know, right? <laughs> got you well lubricated you took, before I took you back to my room. You took my virginity for Buffalo Wild Wings. This is true. I stole your B-dubs virginity. B-dubs virginity. <laughs> so this week is I mean, kind of. Me to, I can be a bad influence. I have a half bottle of whiskey in there and then a hard apple cider in there. Oh, great. <laughs> My mother was right about you after all. So. <laughs> well, I already drank half the bottle of whiskey earlier, and that was in one night within a couple hours. That was not a good idea. Mm. Don't. And that wasn't right before you were playing for commencement, was it? No. 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 <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> oh, Dr. Nimmo would have had my head served to him on a silver platter. <laughs> oh, man. So how did that go, by the way? You know, commencement, playing, everything was good? It, it was good. The The only sucky part was having to wake up uh, for rehearsal at 6.45 in the morning. Mm. As in, I didn't wake up at 6.45, but rehearsal started at 6.45. Ugh. Ugh. Um, That's disgusting. It was, it was cold out, too. Were you guys rehearsing outside, or you just had yeah. to walk through the... Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Outside, it was plenty windy and sitting in a little band shell. So it was nice because I was in the middle of all the people. But at the same time, um, it was a good place where all the wind was going and swirling because curves. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that computer science people never schedule morning stuff or outside stuff for that matter. Yeah. So you get to be pasty and I get to be tan eventually. Hey, I went hiking today and I got nice and sunburned on my face. So... So did I. Look at this. Oh man. Oh wow. Nice. And that's that's not even just you know your face. You you got your head as well. I was wearing my hat. So yeah. Dang. <laughs> Let yep. the games begin. <laughs> See it through there. Oh, the the worst part though is that you know I got kind of sunburned above my lip, right? And yeah. that spot's already raw because I've been blowing my nose so much with the Kleenexes and everything. So now it hurts like twice as much. <laughs> Ha, 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 Some ha, friend ha, you are. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That reminds me of the guy who I almost snagged as our guest for today. Um, so the guy who we almost snagged is a guy by the name of Matthew Ernst, who I play League of Legends with a lot. And he's one of the better people who I play with and also one of the nicer people who I know and just a fun guy to hang out with and play with, um, except for he loves to troll. Oh, lovely. And so one of his favorite things to do is to spam the laugh, the character laugh. So oftentimes <laughs> he will learn a character specifically for the laugh. Because if it's oh my God. or hilarious, he will spam them out of it. <laughs> um, so like there's this one where it's uh, Nunu Bot. Do you remember Nunu? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the skins for that is uh, where everything is a robot. And the laugh of that is... Ha 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 Wow, they even changed the laughs for skins. How long does it go? As long as he spams it. Oh, I suppose. The other better, the the one that he just more recently learned for that reason was Heimerdinger. Oh, Lord. Have you heard the Heimerdinger laugh? No, but I can imagine because he's a very small mechanic man who probably is very high pitched, I would imagine. 
Oh no. Are you searching for like a YouTube video of it or something? Yep. Of course. <laughs> Found it. I, 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 we heard it. We heard it. Go to YouTube. Oh, fine. But we heard it through your speakers. You need to hear it more. <laughs> okay, we are not listening to a minute and a half of that. <laughs> so just, as soon as he learned this how good of a laugh this was he just sat there and spammed the entire time it was great and he can and he can do that while still playing effectively yeah yep mm, great stop when you laugh but if you click enough it sort of negates that stop and he has it on a hotkey that's he has it on the tilde key oh boy oh and that's conveniently right next to Q lovely so this week is a little weird because uh, we didn't really get any listener feedback. I mean, like you know, Andrew Bailey made a few comments, but they're they're not really worth putting in the in the show. They're just more directly at us. Um, and uh, and we also don't have a guest, so we don't have any uh, you know interview things to do. Um, so let's just jump right into headlines. So Microsoft is applying for a patent to bring achievements to watching television and movies. Supposedly, this would be to encourage people to, you know, watch advertisements and stuff, um, you know, so, so, so that it's easier for, you know, the, the companies to make ad revenue. Um, but seriously, if I saw somebody on Xbox Live who had an achievement for watching all of the advertisements in a series, uh, I would just laugh at them because they're dumb and watched all the advertisements. Oh, Microsoft. And I mean, um, uh, stupid Xbox One is getting kind of annoying with the stuff that they're trying to do with it. TV, 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 television. It's no longer a game console. Watch TV. You watch on your TV. TV we have a specific box. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. A box you might say it's very special. It's one of a kind. The best part about the Xbox One reveal event is I don't own a TV or a living room for that matter. Hmm. Or internet that's worthy of it? No, 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 no. I, I, I always make sure that I have internet. That's very no, important to me. Worthy of it. Actually, the, power. the reason that I am living on the on-campus apartments and not moving off campus is because I don't want to leave the amazing on-campus internet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I understand completely. All right. So, Humble Bundle 8 is available now. It includes Dear Esther, Little Inferno, Capsized Thomas Was Alone, and Awesome Knots. If you may, if you pay more than the current average, you also get Proteus and Hotline Miami. So yeah, that's a, like a good deal to me. That's a pretty heavy um, list of games, and currently the average is five dollars and sixty four cents. So, so. but it's if you pay more than that, if you pay like six bucks, it's less than a buck a game. Yeah. Um. Now, holy cow! The humble weekly sale is an even better deal. It's everything that Telltale has ever come out with, pretty much. And The Walking Dead is there, pay more than the average game. So, right now, the average is still, like, $4.31. So, you can get every single thing that Telltale has ever done for 5 bucks. Holy cow. Holy cow. I think the only ones that I don't have are Back to the Future and Hector, but that's still what? You said 5 bucks. Um, Yeah. 
Well, and and since since you already have The Walking Dead, right? You don't need yeah. to pay more than the average, so you can pay whatever the heck you want. Yeah. I mean, I also have Puzzle Agent. Oh, I also no, I don't have Wallace and Gromit yet, so I might have to get this. Mm-hmm. Because it's like four bucks. Is, Hell yeah! So so yeah, I love four dollar deals and everything, but like. <laughs> it's amazing how fast your money can run out when you just find a bunch of $4 deals online and you're like, oh my god, I want that and I want that and I want that. Ooh. And then suddenly that's, you're like, oh, I just spent $50 somehow. That's me in half price books. That place is my oh, crack. Yeah. That place is my crack. I go and I'm like, oh, this is only 5 bucks. Oh, this is only 5 bucks. Oh, I've been looking for this everywhere. That's only, oh, it's only 5 bucks. <laughs> and then pretty soon, 60 or 70 bucks. Oh. I, I feel like this is pretty much thrift shop in, in, you know, real life. I wear your granddad's clothes. I look incredible. I wear this big ass coat from that thrift shop down the road. All right. So, in Borderland two, or in Borderlands Two's final DLC, the Vault Hunters will play a pen and paper RPG with Tiny Tina as the game master. The world changes at her whim, which should make for a really bizarre and surreal adventure. It comes out on June 25th. And from what I've heard, Tiny Tina is the most hilarious character ever. But we haven't gotten to the point in the game where you meet her yet. How pathetic yeah. are we? We're working on it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, actually, we do need to play a bunch more Borderlands 2 so that I can get the uh, the Steam trading cards for that. Yeah. Because I'm right now, I'm a level 8. And there are two other people in my friends list who are level eights as well on Steam. That's Leaf and uh, and Jesse. And I need to beat them. I need to get to level nine. So I need to get at least one more badge. <laughs> Is it bad that I'm getting this into it already? Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> <coughs> I'm just, I'm happy that I'm as high as them because they've been on Steam for like two more years than I have. So they have that much more experience than me. Uh, How we, yay for ghosts making mistakes. Ghost making, oh. Um, so The Last of Us is going to have at least three DLCs. One will be single player and the other two will add multiplayer maps. And a season pass will get you all three for $20. And it gives you also a few, par- a few perks in the main game like faster crafting, healing, and reloading. Hmm. I really want to take a look at that. That looks like it would be an interesting game. I wish I had a PS3. Oh, well. Sony confirmed that all PS4 games, except for those that require peripherals like the camera, will have remote play on the Vita. This is great news for loyal Sony fans. Unlike Microsoft. (coughs) Um, What do you mean? Loyal Microsoft fans should be pretty happy with the Xbox One, I think, right? It's not compatible with Xbox 360 games. Oh, but everything else that they've put on... Well, neither is the PS4. What are you talking about? PS4 isn't compatible with PS3? No, of course not. Uh, um. No. Um, so did you ever wonder what it would be like to be a nobody on a starship? Well, soon you'll get to experience just that in a game called Red Shirt, which is uh, an indie game with good old British humor. Apparently you'll be, uh, you know, kind of trying to rise above the, the daily humdrum, you know, of, of working as a, as a red shirt by getting as many friends and likes as you possibly can on Spacebook, which is an in-game uh, social media site. Spacebook. Spacebook. Oh, Spacebook. All right. 
An alternative E3 press conference called Horizon will be taking place next month. And we just found out that Double Five, makers of Psychonauts in the Cave, Copybara Games, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, and Media Molecule, Little Big Planet, will be participating. Pretty big names. Yeah. I recognize, well, I didn't know that there was something called Super Brothers, but I know of Sword and Sorcery. Uh, well, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery is one game. It's the game that I talked about. It's a good game. Go get it. Yeah. And is it supposed to be spelled sorcery? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, boy. I okay. think I, I think I must I must have added that word to my dictionary because Google is not complaining about that spelling. <laughs> so speaking of uh, people who aren't really going to E3, Nintendo is coming out with a premium version of the Wii U, which features 32 gigabytes of storage and an expanded battery pack for the gamepad. Currently, it's only available in Japan, but let's hope that it makes it stateside. Mm, how much you bet it won't? Um, I, I'm not the betting person. Neither am I, honestly. And actually, uh, um, it is worth noting that there is a 32 gig version of the uh, Wii U in the United States right now, but that's like the the black um um supreme version or ultimate version or something, you know? Yeah. And why don't we have this? What? We have the black one, but um, this is going to be just like a white one that's um, different somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, never mind. I have no idea what I was asking because I, re- I I knew that. Maybe I'm the one that's tired. Hi. Uh, we can both be tired together. Uh, tired friends. Yay. I can't really put my hand up to the screen very well. What are you doing? <laughs> I was trying to put my hand up to the screen for you to put your hand on it as well, but that just doesn't work so well. Oh, I thought you were trying to like grab my face with your hand. Yes, because that's what my hand does. It's a face. You'll be giving birth soon. Enjoy. Yummy. Mama. All right. Japan Studios Rain is going to come out this fall on the PS3. It features a unique mechanic where certain objects and characters can only be seen in the rain. And I, I think you're going to be controlling a character who can only be seen when he's in the rain. So you'll have to, like, keep track of him while he's invisible somehow. Oh, my. Yeah. This sounds like... um. There was this really, really bad movie. I don't remember remember exactly what it was called, but it was um, a bunch of superheroes that all had completely useless superpowers. Um, oh, like one of them was this guy who got really angry as his superpower. There's another guy who could dig incredibly well as a superpower. And the one that reminds me of this is there was a guy who was only invisible whenever nobody was looking at him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and the sad thing is, is it actually was true. Because he, well, I won't give it away how they reveal it. But. So does that include when he's looking at himself? Like Yes. So <laughs> he isn't even invisible when he's by himself in a room. He's, he's just, he's invisible when he's not looking at his own reflection or his own hands or anything. Correct. Oh my gosh. Well, apparently he also loses his clothes then too. Figure out what this movie oh, is, because I want to uh, watch this. It sounds brilliant. Oh, boy. Um... F- f- figure it out later. Um, so a template page on EA's Help Center has been discovered for Mirror's Edge 2, and the only other template pages on the site are for games that have been announced but are unreleased, which suggests that EA might be planning on announcing Mirror's Edge 2 at E3. Ooh. That would be fun. Mirror's Edge is a good, good game. That, unfortunately, not many people bought. Yeah. Imagine if um, uh, 
Um, oh shoot, brain work for a sec. No, I don't oh, wanna. Yeah, there was um, there was I we watched a video uh, a while ago of a guy who was playing it with the Oculus Rift, playing Mirror's Edge, and uh, he said it was a little bit disorienting, but it worked pretty well overall. Hmm. Yeah, no, that that could be really cool if they eventually got it to work well. All right. Valve recently implemented a ban system for negative communication and abusive language in Dota 2. And what do you know? It's working. 60% of players banned through the system modify their behavior and are not banned again. And the overall number of negative interactions is down 35%. Incredible. Apparently people won't be butts if you tell them that they're being a butt and make consequences mm-hmm. for being a butt. And I mean, there was a uh, league did sort of the opposite of that where they implemented a... Uh, um, a commendation system or honor honor system, honor yeah, system yeah 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 they it was positive reinforcement as opposed to negative reinforcement and it was up for a while while honor was popular and didn't they not- have the tribunal as well though where like if somebody was um like griefing or you know feeding or whatever like um people could review those cases and then maybe were were there consequences for a person like being yeah, found guilty they could. They can get suspended. They could get banned. Okay. So it's sort of a mix of both. So Razer just announced two new laptops. The 14-inch version of the Razer Blade is thinner than a dime, making it the world's thinnest gaming laptop ever. And uh, when I say thinner than a dime, I mean like you know the the you know a dime standing on its on its side. You know the the diameter of the die dime. Um, and uh, it'll be supporting or sporting a Haswell processor, 8 gigs of RAM, a GTX 765M, and a solid-state drive that can have up to 512 gigabytes of storage. And it'll cost about $2,000, depending on, you know, what storage options you uh, select. Oh, my. Yeah. By the way, the name of the movie mm-hmm. is Mystery Men. Oh, great. Also, apparently, there was also a um, guy whose power was farting. <laughs> How is that even a power? Silent but deadly. Oh, great! I don't know. It, it was it was a bad movie. I wouldn't recommend watching. <laughs> okay. All right. So, but speaking of Razer, the Razer Blade Pro is set, or did you read that one? Already? Um, no, no. Go go on. That's that's the second version of the the okay. laptop that this, they're renouncing. This is supposed to bullet point next to it, so I was yeah. Gonna, the Razer Blade Pro is a 17-inch version that keeps up the Switchblade UI they introduced with their first laptop. The components they are putting into the Pro version are the same, but it costs quite a bit more. The numbers that I was seeing for that were, I think, like 2,300, but um, hmm. their website doesn't actually say on the store what it what it costs, so I couldn't confirm. I, I hate that when companies do that. Well, yeah, I think it's it's because the 17-inch version isn't available for shipping yet, so they don't, like, have to tell you how much it costs because um, you, you can, like, sign up to be notified of when it's available to buy. buy. Um, so Double Fine has started their second Kickstarter called Massive Chalice. It'll be a strategy game that has two layers. In one, you make big overarching decisions for your kingdom, like arranging marriages, conducting research, and stuff like that. And then in the other layer, you'll be fighting turn-based battles with the warriors that have resulted from the marriages that you oversaw. And the game will be spanning multiple generations, so your warriors will age and eventually die, even if they don't die in battle. I'm sold. That's really interesting. I think... 
I've definitely like fantasized about a game that does this, but I have never seen one that actually does until now. Yeah. And I mean, that seems to be the whole thing about indie games nowadays is it's interesting um, and new and improved. Well, not necessarily improved, but new game mechanics. Yeah. Add new depths to things um, because they can't necessarily compete with uh, names of things. They have to compete in creativity. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we're, we're not going to see the next Crisis 3 from an indie developer. No. But stuff like NetGame. <coughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So, that's cool. Anyway. So, normally, we don't talk about two graphics card announcements in a row, but the GTX 770 is worth a shout-out. It is based on the 680's architecture with increased clock speed and GPU boost 2.0. It is the best-performing single-card GPU that isn't based on the Titan's architecture, and at $400, it costs less than the top-tier cards of the last generation. If AMD doesn't do something soon, the high-end graphics card market is going to be gobbled up by NVIDIA. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to buy one. <gasps> I really want to... I really shouldn't. I really want to switch over to... Um, uh, NVIDIA. Or part of me really wants to switch over to NVIDIA, but at the same time, part of me wants to convert. Crossfire. Convert. Convert. But I need to... Um, I don't think that crossfiring will actually give you that much of a performance boost. I mean, it, it like like it will, but um, double card configurations tend to be pretty unstable. So, yeah. yeah. And if it's only 400 bucks, it'll probably be less than that by the end of the summer. Um, It might. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, well, so probably not yeah. much, but a little bit at least. Maybe, yeah. Um, so, as we uh, said um, last week, uh, Crisis Three is actually yes getting a Tropical Island DLC, and it's creatively called The Lost Island. The story is that uh, an alien entity has been discovered on a previously undiscovered island near the Philippines, and it sounds like multiplayer is going to be a focus for this DLC, which will be going for fifteen dollars. Hmm. Interesting. Is this a standalone DLC or is this... No, no, this is a DLC DLC. DLC, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the storyline kind of sounds like, oh, we're just going to go back and do Crisis 1 again. Huh. Oh, my. And I just pulled up the video to the, or not the video, the image to the next one. Everything on Saints Row 4's box art is just so Saints Row. Let's describe it for our listeners. So we've got, um, we've got the president in the middle... And he's got these lovely aviators on, and he he kind of looks like Tony Stark, you know, Robert Downey Jr. And his suit has bullet holes in it everywhere, burn marks. And he's got a giant cigar in his hand. Um, the the seal of the United States underneath him is an, an eagle with the Saints Row uh, symbol in the middle, and it's carrying a uh, let's see, is that is, that's an assault rifle and uh, an RPG. Yep. Let's see. Oh, the desk has a giant hole blown in it too, <laughs> and so does the uh, wall behind him. So does the wall behind him. Uh, on either side of the hole in the wall are what look to be two secretaries, garbed in purple and rather scantily clad, or at least large cleavage. Mm-hmm. Um, nerdy and sexy. I'm okay with this. Uh, I am too. One of which ha- is holding um, just a semi-auto pistol, and then the other one looks to be holding... Um, Maybe an M5? That lo- Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Some sort of assault rifle. Um, my favorite thing about this is in the background, way back there, you know, and somewhere in, in Washington D.C., the the giant Saints Row um, 
uh, sports beverage guy is fighting off an alien incursion with the Washington Monument. Yep. 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 <laughs> Marka. F yeah. But yeah. Marka. I love this. Okay. <sighs> All right, you're on the next one. Yes, I am. So EA is um, teasing a mashup of Plants vs. Zombies and Mass Effect called Grass Effect. And, uh, uh-oh, they're also mentioning something called Dead Face. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have no idea what this is about, but, um, they just really like making puns, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. So, Metro Last Light sold so well that it already has sold more copies than Metro 2033 has since its launch in 2010. Yeah. Oh, my. That's pretty big. Oh, my. Which is interesting because, I mean, that means that people who didn't play Metro 2033 saw Metro Last Light and were like, hey, I actually want to buy that. Yeah. Good news for them, though. Oh, yeah. Too bad it's too late to save THQ. Sadly. So, um, our next item is a video, and we're actually going to play it for you because the best things in the video are the lines. So, this is this was um, released by um, Gearbox, and it's... Uh, kind of introducing us to the the mind behind Krieg, who's the newest Vault Hunter in Borderlands 2. And it's, uh, it's both touching and hilarious. I don't know the dead man. Probably didn't deserve what he got. Doesn't make him special, though. All kinds of people die out here. The innocent and the not-so-innocent. If I'm lucky, he hasn't noticed me yet. I want to warn him. I want to tell him to run, to hide, to get out of sight so I won't have to kill him. That's what I want to say. What actually comes out of my mouth is... I have the shiniest meat bicycle! Close enough. This is me. I'm ready for a spine tingler. Yeah, great. Hey, remember back when we were sane? She can taste the bloody hatred. Guess not. Still can't hear me, can you? Little voice in your head trying to remind you of a time when we could go hours, days even, without screaming about our desire to ride bicycles made of meat. I don't even remember. Oh, God. She's armed with a Malewan SMG. She's a vault hunter. She's a siren warrior who could kill me with her brain. What the hell? Is that a psycho? She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Tell her she's as gorgeous as a thousand sunsets. Tell her you need her help. Tell her to rescue you and care for you. And whatever you do, do not scream the word poop at the top of your lungs. I'm the conductor of the poop train! It's over, idiot. You're gonna die here now, and the last words out of your mouth will have been poop train. Oh, great. Now the rats are arriving. 
Turn around, Siren. Have it turn around or you're dead. Tell her to look back. Now. Strip the flash! No. Listen to me. Salt the wound! Yeah, great. We'll salt all the wounds later. But right now, if you don't listen to me, she's gonna die. And it's gonna be your fault. Turn around, pretty lady! Thank you. Tell her that because of her, we might actually one day be able to act like a normal person again. I powdered my cockatiel for the ribcage slaughter. Huh. Close enough. <laughs> Greatest love story ever. Much better than Twilight. <laughs> Did you get the gestures that I was making during that thing? Um, I mean, I, I saw you, um, you know, pretending to hit things and um, threatening with your PVC pipe, and then you started doing something about, like, I don't know. Lost maybe... uh, head. Squirt, 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 squirt. Oh, I thought you were, like, fanning yourself, like, oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I'm falling for Krieg. <laughs> That big lump of man candy. Now, tell me, do, um, while you're playing him, does his inner monologue say those things? Like, or do you just hear his outer voice saying psycho things? I don't know. Because I, I really want the inner monologue to be there for the player who's playing him. I know. But, him, but only for that player. <laughs> well, if we play, I'm Dibs and Creed. All right, well, you gotta go buy him then. Okay, then you be the siren, and it'll be. Oh. Well, we already have our bromance. That's right, because you're Carter and I'm O'Neill. Oh boy, Blondie. That means I'm intelligent, and you're not. Ha ha. That just means I don't act intelligent. Jack's a lot smarter than he lets on. He's just really annoying. All right, so this next one, this last one, is me, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Holy moly! Eve Online and Dust 514 have been hit with the DDoS attack. Good luck playing those games offline, kitties. By the way, that's what happens when I write a summary of an article while I'm in the studio uh, the day of a um, podcast. Because by the time I get here, I am done thinking and I don't care. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So... Nothing big happened this week, so there's no main topic, but uh, I have a teeny tiny little review for you. Well, sort of review. Um, Kentucky Route Zero Act 2 came out uh, a couple of days ago. They they didn't even like announce that it was coming out. They just kind of released an update on Steam, and uh, and then um, like a day later, they sent out a newsletter thing saying, hey, Act 2 is ready. Um, 
And so I started playing it, and I uh, I got through the first scene, and um, if you'll remember, Kentucky Route Zero Act One was um, so the story was you're you're this truck driver, you you work for an antique shop, and you're trying to find some address, right? And and you're driving all over this this you know rural Kentucky trying to find um, where you're trying to go, um, and it's it's this very like surreal kind of almost a ghost story kind of thing because um, like basically everything that you see is kind of like slightly off, um, yeah, and and the the visual um, style of this game is. It's kind of it's almost pixel art, right? But it's um it's not really it's more vector art, I would call it. So all of the all of the objects, all of the people, um everything is made up of two-dimensional shapes, but the shapes themselves um you know are are full, you know, the 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 resolution of your screen. It's not like, you know, the, it's you know, little sprites made up of, you know, 10 pixels high kinds of thing. It's uh um it's it's a really really interesting visual style and it's all you know black on white and kind of high contrast and it's it's really interesting um and um so act 1 came out back in like January or February and I played it back then um and they finally came out with act 2 so I started playing that and um <laughs> in the first scene so you 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 arrive at this place and you're trying to get directions and uh and this secretary tells you to go upstairs to the fifth level um to talk to like Lou or something like that and and she'll help you out and uh and so I go to the elevator and I and I you know go into the elevator and one one of the characters who's in my party I guess says oh she's on level 5 right and then it and then it shows like a list of what all of the levels uh in this building are and it was like level 1 clerk's desks level 2 um office or uh meeting space level three bears and i was like bears "Bears. well i've got to go check that out so i clicked on that level (laughs) we go up the elevator to level three and i walk out the door and there are bears it's just a bunch of bears standing around in this office building and and i like i don't i didn't want to leave the uh the elevator for a moment because i'm like what if they just attack me and like it's game over but no you walk out and all the bears just kind of their heads follow you and they watch you walk around and then I walked back to the to the elevator and I continued on my way. <laughs> it was very strange, but so surreal. <laughs> um yeah, and unfortunately I seem to have discovered a bug where um it didn't save my progress. So this morning when I went back to try and, you know, play a little bit more, um I couldn't I had to start the act over. So um I'll actually play more of that later <laughs> let you know how it goes good yeah sorry i'm just looking on steam as to how much the cycle pack costs i think it's ten dollars yep ten so <coughs> i might be getting that before i leave tonight just so that i can actually download mm, it yeah um so yeah that's uh kentucky route zero act two in a nutshell right there bears 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 is on an elevator um so, I guess I'll just have to bear with it and finish the game. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just did that. Yes. Oh man. That pun was unbearable. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> no more. No more. Um, we'll have to pause for a second so I can think of more. Oh, stop. 
Um, so, new releases that are coming out soon. Remember Me is launching on June 4th. Uh, on PC, PS3, and 360. Um, I believe that is a $50 title. At least it was on PC. I don't know about the other two. Um, and that, man, remember me looks really, really cool. Cause, uh, the concept behind that game is that this is a, a near future, um, Paris, I believe is where it takes place. And, uh, and everybody's kind of connected to this, this network. Um, and the, the information that gets, uh, you know, um, um, passed on this network isn't, you know, videos or text or anything. It's, uh, memories. Um, so you can, and, and you take the role of a, a memory hacker. Um, you, I think you, you used to be like part of a rebellion or something. Um, and then, and then somehow you like lost, uh, a bunch of your memories. Actually, I think all of your memories, you don't even remember who you are. Um, and you're trying to piece them together again by hacking into other people's minds and figuring out who you are. Um, and I think you can also, like, one of the things that you can do is, um, change what people remember about certain important events in their lives so that they will act differently in, in the current time. So, like, their example was, um, change the little details about this fight that a guy had with, like, his wife, um, to convince him that, like, it was his fault, and then he committed suicide in real life. Yeah. Kind of dark, but really interesting concept. Kinda? Kinda dark. Yeah. Kinda? A little. I want to buy it. I want to play it. But, yeah, no, it looks interesting. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to have time to play it because I've got so many other things on my plate. You know, I've got, I've got Kentucky Route Zero to finish. That should only take like an hour though. Um, I've got, um, uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon to play through. I've yes. got, uh, Tomb Raider. I've got Anti-Chamber. Um, yeah. So Ooh. much stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I, I now apparently have Alan Wake to play through, <laughs> which I know, um, actually, uh, K-Plow, oh, yeah. Klaus Klaski, the guy who's going to be replacing me for the summer, though I might still be able to come back and talk every now and then. That'd be nice. Um, oh, yeah, we should probably tell our listeners more about that, about yeah. Kyle coming on. <laughs> so Ian's working oh. at camp all summer, which means that he won't be here for most weekends because weekends are pretty much when camp goes on. Um, so we're going to be bringing on Kyle Shaplowski, aka Slapakow, as uh, our our kind of replacement host for Ian. Because listening to me talk by myself would be pretty darn boring. Then by the time the school year starts up, we might have a triple host show. Oh boy, that'll be exciting. Yes, that would be. All the insanity. Wee. Um, but anyway, I watched him play uh Alan Wake. Um, American Nightmare, at least some, and holy cow, did it look good. And I think, um, American Nightmare was more gameplay based. Um, the original was more of a, a, you know, about the story and, um, discovering the mystery behind it. So I'm excited for both. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, but also I'm not going to be completely gone from the show because the show is on Sundays. Um, but slap a cow, uh, wait, is it slap a cow or slop a cow? Slap. Like, slap. Okay. <laughs> Um, mm. Slapakow actually is living only about 10-15 minutes away from where camp is for me. Um, so I might be able to pop over to where he is every now and then and drop in for a show. So I'm I'm not completely gone. Just Well, we'll be happy to have you on our show. <laughs> it's my show too. <laughs> no, it's Kyle and my show now. You're you're out. You're gone. Bye bye. You've been voted off the island. 
fine. I didn't want to watch your stupid show. <laughs> oh, I never listened to it to begin with. I won't listen to it again. Well, you're going to be without internet for most of the summer, so... Yeah. Have fun with that. I think that's that's one of the main reasons that I'm not going to be working at camp this summer. <laughs> you can't stand it without internet? Well, no, well I, it's not that I can't stand it. It's that... Um, especially now that we've started this podcast and, po- and, and doing the podcast is so important to me. Maybe it shouldn't be so important to me, but it is. Get over it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have to be on the internet like all the time in order to keep up on the news because the news goes so fast. Yeah. And if I, if I don't check news for, you know, even a day, there's like 160 new articles that I need to go through. Yeah. I suppose. But then what are you going to do without listening to me and my romance friends? Um, you can call me. <laughs> call me, maybe. Shut up. Why? I haven't heard that song since, like, last summer. Thank you very much. Don't. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You are not finding that on YouTube and playing it. You are not doing that. Uh-uh. I didn't think about that. I was actually messaging back at... Uh, another uh, member of camp staff. Ah, okay. Well, uh, forget what I said. You are not getting any ideas from anything that I said within the last 30 seconds. Do you understand? Wait. Oh, crap. I'm going to stop this show if you play that. And I'm gonna, what the hell is I'm that? Leave. <laughs> what is what? I don't know. There's... I think it's the music video to it, but goddamn, that was a weird... Stop. Stop. No, we're not putting this on our show. The Sanctity. The Sanctity of the 8-Bit. That was compromised a long time ago, wasn't it? Hey. Stop it! Actually, I have a better one. No! Um, Yes? We are not doing this. Oh, shoot, what's it called? I need to find it on iTunes again. It's in the pool playlist. I'm going to stop the show. But our song! What's our song again? What's our... What do you mean, what's our song? Yeah, give me a moment. Um, the Pokemon theme song. No. Um, something by Cat Empire. Anything by Cat Empire. No. Please. Um, 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 trombone shorty. No. Root beer bag blagged thing. Root beer rag? No. That one? No. Um, Lion King. No. That whole soundtrack was in the playlist. Yes, it was. Um... I don't remember. What else? Um, highway, uh, life is a highway. No. I have no idea what you're trying to think of, Ian. Oh, the one that we always dance to. It made... Oh! Oh! Wait. Um, no, it wasn't all the single ladies. Um, my gosh, what was it? What was it? What is it? Play it! What? You're not gonna tell me, are you? You're just gonna play it, aren't you? Please do it. Do it. (laughs) <laughs> I still hear your voice when you sleep next to me I still feel your touch in my dream Forgive me
detrimental. <laughs> oh, this person is amazing. <laughs> I don't care if that was intentional or not. <laughs> Ian started playing a YouTube video of this with lyrics. And they, they put for this, this section without, without words, which I think is typically called an instrumental, the intrumental. Well, instrumental just means it has no singing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know what intrumental means. I couldn't tell you either. <laughs> and I'm a classics major. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, if anybody hasn't figured out that we have a bromance going, uh, they never will. So, yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. Love you, too. Especially when we have a song. Yes. And then you know it's... Well, no, it's beyond romance. We've established this. You are my partner in crime. And you are mine. So, this has been 8-Bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> this is Ian Buck signing off. <laughs> and Ian Buck. See you next week. <laughs>